Well, it's that time of year. It's Avengers season. Oh boy, isn't that, isn't that every season now? Isn't that well? I guess well, I guess sometimes it's not the actual Avengers, but it's always Marvel season. It well, it's seems. actually weird. This year it's gonna Avengers season. I guess it's Marvel season ends in July. Yeah, they, they don't break. have any winter movies. No, there's no Winter Soldiers coming out this year. Okay, now you think Disney's doing like a thing where it's like, hey, Star Wars and Marvel, let's uh, slow our roll a little bit here and uh, not have a winter movie. No, it's probably just the scheduling, you know. Yeah. Um. Because I don't, I don't know, I don't know. It's just, I guess it's just happenstance. Yeah, I mean, like, I think there's been other times this has happened too. When does Captain Marvel come out? March, I think, or oh, okay. maybe February. Something early, some early, early okay. time next year. And then Avengers Four comes out in May. Yeah. Hey, why are we why are we having all this uh, Marvel talk, Alex? Well, I don't know. Good question. Well, uh, <laughs> let's talk about Justice League. No, because we just saw the Avengers: Affinity War. Oh, just the one war. Opening night, even. That's what we did. Yeah. Not opening showing, though. We're not cool enough for that. No. No. But here's the thing. I don't want anyone spoiling this movie for me, especially because it has so many good things to spoil. Uh, First of all, speaking of spoilers, full spoilers from right now. Yeah. From, Anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah, you got to... Nowadays, basically, nowadays, you have to... You have to... If you care, you have to see it on opening day. Yep. Opening night, like, you know, that night showing or midnight at least. Because, like, the next day on the internet, it's like, can you... How did they get that character in Infinity War? It's like, <laughs> with, like it's like the most vague but also super spoilery fucking, like, headlines yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess I'll start with the most obvious question, Alex. What did you think? Man... I thought it was fucking great. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about. It's a top three Marvel movie, maybe even top two. Maybe even top one. Well, (laughs) here's the thing about Avengers Infinity War. Um, I, it's been in the last few years, uh, I've, walking out of theaters, I rarely am ever struck with the feeling like, man, I want to see that movie again. Even like really good movies. This was not one of those. This was one of those, man. I want to see that fucking twice, maybe more times. I know. And there's other movies out right now that I want to see, but I want to see this more than I want to see any of exactly. those. Like the only other movies I can think of in recent memory that I wanted to see more than once is basically every Star Wars movie. Um, <laughs> and Phantom Thread was like the only movie of last year that I saw and was like, man, I want to see that again. Yeah. Everything else was just sort of a one done. Like I remember like liking Spider-Man, liking Thor and being like, wow, that was really fun. I'll probably see it again later. Spider-Man and Thor... Maybe, well, especially Spider-Man. Thor, I was fine with seeing once. Spider-Man, though, I was like, man, I liked that. That was a good movie. I mean, I liked them both. I liked them. I liked Spider-Man yeah. a lot. Oh, and what he means is like uh, enough to want to see it again. Well, I enough guess. to like go get my, 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 my butt into the theaters, pay money to see it a second yeah. time. Um, like, I haven't had that desire. Maybe Doctor Strange, which I like more than most people, kind of had that feeling, but, like, it was more like, if someone invites me, I'll totally go again, but I don't really want to, yeah. you know, I'm not going to go by myself. Avengers Infinity War, though, I would pay money by myself to go to the theater and watch it again. Me too, man. Where do we even start with this uh, with this review of ours? It's just kind of in order of the movie. Well, here, mm, well, a vague overview, I would say, is that this is an interesting movie because I think... Obviously, it's not a perfect movie, but for what it 
is trying to be is the best way they could have possibly gone about doing it. I th- yeah, dude. I mean, I think um, depending on your definition of a perfect movie, I think it was the perfect version of that movie. Exactly. But the problem, like, I guess basically it comes down to the point is, like, are you on board with, like, the, the kind of storytelling that they're trying to do, the sort right. of long-form storytelling? Um, if if so, it's the best version it can be. If not, yeah. you're ne- like, there's nothing, nothing's going to, you can't. You're if not- this doesn't impress you, then nothing will. Yeah. Yeah. Now, <laughs> it's like, the only way I can describe it, the, the only way I've described it to people was like, man, it was like watching... Marvel's version of Lord of the Rings. That's basically what it felt like. This big sprawling storyline with all these different, you know, A, B, and C, and D plot going on. And like, you know, you have all these characters doing these different things. And and it's just uh, the stakes were high, man. Because, okay, Marvel, for anybody who Mm, has been keeping track, Marvel is really shy when it comes to like big stakes, I think. Well, I was thinking about that actually, and if you really think about it, m- every Marvel movie so far has ended with some sort of really big world shifting thing, like not world shifting, but in terms of the character. So if you think of, um, I'm talking mostly Avengers, and, so like not so much Avengers four, not so much any of the Guardians movies, but like uh-huh. the Captain America end of that movie, Shield's gone. You know, oh shit! End of Civil yeah. War, Avengers are broken up. End of Thor, uh, you know, Ragnarok happened. His home's all gone. His dad's dead. Oh shit! You know, mm-hmm. like a lot of like maybe like about half the movies, I guess. But, but then it's not uncommon for them to sort of really turn where the character status quo is and just like flip it, you know, a bit. Yeah. Um. So they do that, but they don't kill off a lot of characters, though. I guess that's what I mean, is in this movie, they really went for it. Almost in a way that was making up for not doing it beforehand. Mm -hmm. You know? Okay. So, hey, everybody, if you really haven't seen the movie, this part you shouldn't listen to. uh, They kill off Loki in Act 1. Holy shit. Scene 1. Scene 1, yes. And, and, um, uh, uh, fuck, Idris Elba's character, whose name I usually remember, but, like, everything's happening all at once. No, don't look it up. Heimdall. Heimdall, yeah. Um, yeah, and all the all everybody on uh, yeah, fucking all Korg? the Asgardians. What happened to Korg? Everybody from Thor Ragnarok. They pulled the Aliens three. <laughs> yeah, it's like they pull. They basically aliens. You like Thor Ragnarok? Well, fuck you. All your favorite characters are dead, and Thor's eyes back. It's well, there there's that whole so thing. So it's like basically not everything is undone in Thor three, but it's like a big old like. Eh. I mean, I don't know. I thought it was... Uh... So, of course, I've heard a lot of, like, good things and bad... Or, like, a lot of good feedback and a couple bad feedback things. And one person was complaining about how, oh, they conveniently gave Thor his eye back. Now, I thought... When I when I saw Infinity War, I'm like, yeah, that is kind of random that, like, uh, you know, Rocket just had this... Eye. But he takes people's eyes, though. But he took that eye in the first Guardians movie, and it's like, oh shit! You remember he took it from some random guy yeah, in well, the first I, Guardians movie. And I'm like, oh, is that the same eye though? Yes, it is. Oh, it is the same eye. So I'm like, oh, that's actually really cool that that's like cool. they connected this thing. That's fun. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, yeah, Loki dies. So Loki is dead. Thor and a fantastic death. What a what a fantastic death for yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. The best way to go out. Um, 
Yeah, like Loki's dead. Like he, his character, like Loki is great, but his character is is spent. You can't. Yeah, there's nowhere else for him to him to go. You can either become a hero or die. He's like the Vegeta of. Well, Vegeta Marvel. became a hero, though. Well, that's what I mean. It, but he also died because Frieza killed him. Uh, <laughs> it was what I'm saying is like it's always cool when you take a big bad villain from you know early on in this series, and then you make them heroically die from a from being killed by a bigger villain. Mm-hmm later on in the series and it's like oh shit there's like a scale here of like how badass you yeah, know it's the true. difference in badassery also it's very like i like by the end of the movie and it's like everyone's dead i'm like you know it's like oh man it's all sad but at the same time i know they're just gonna get the dragon balls and they're just gonna bring everyone back <laughs> in the next one well sure yeah yeah which is all well and good but it doesn't really you know that's it still you know doesn't make it less cool, i mean the like, good stuff yeah the broad strokes is the same as the comic. I guess the real question would be is is it only the people infected by the Infinity Gauntlet going to be coming back in the in the next one or is it only is so it's like certain characters still 100% dead? Uh oh. Like is it only like oh we can only reverse people that were fizzled away. I th- I I me thinks that it will be the people that were fizzled away. Like Loki will stay dead. For instance. Yeah. Like I think but... Uh, what if they brought everyone back and get Coulson? Well, Coulson is already back. He's already damn. Back, never mind. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, you get Quicksilver, everyone's favorite character. <laughs> he's coming back. All the deaths. Yeah. No, thank you. Now, okay, it will be a good place, to, a good time to like reset the universe. Sokovia Accords. What's that? You know that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. I don't know if if this whole thing ended with like a recast and a reboot, I'd be sad. Oh, I was telling I, you that it would be a, if if only they could, it'd be the perfect opportunity to bring the X Men. Yeah, or yeah. you know, or or the Fantastic Four, or whatever you know. Who even knows? Yeah, I mean, who even knows how that whole thing will be treated at this point? Well, they won't come back to like Phase Five, so I think. Yeah. Right now, Marvel says they have movies planned through twenty twenty five. Right. And I don't know if those necessarily involve the the Fox properties. They might, but I, I wouldn't expect to see those until at least then. I wouldn't be surprised if they had at least outlined something for if they did acquire X-Men at some point. I like I wouldn't put it past them to to be that prepared for it, you know what I mean? I'm sure they have so many contingency plans like what will happen with Spider-Man stuff. Right, yeah. Um thank God <laughs> Spider-Man's in this movie by the way. I know. So, okay, I I, I sort of I again, this is a hard movie to review cuz it's so long and it's so crazy. Um Okay, so you know, you're introduced to Thanos. Thanos, sorry. Uh, what did you think of Thanos? Thanos might be my favorite. He's my favorite. He's my, he's my favorite villain they've ever done. He's great. Yeah. Josh Brolin killed it. The Industrial Light Magic and Weta and who all the all the people that worked on him killed it. It's a fucking great performance villain. Everything about it. Yeah. And they, I think they, because in the comics he's just a big mustache twirling uh, doofus, right? He's a big doofus. Yeah. Yeah, and he's just like, man, I'm gonna kill everyone so I can fuck death. Because, like, in the comics, right. he just wants to, you know... Court death. Court death, and, which and, they dropped. And death is a hot woman yeah. in the comic, yeah. And then they dropped that. I know they brought it up in the first Avengers, which they retconned. They're not like they retconned, but they kind of, like, swept it under the rug with a couple of stuff. Well, what they... It was just one line, though. It was yeah. like, oh, to 
to what was it, like to fight the yeah. Avengers. To fight with, them is to court death. Is to and court then, death. Thanos gives this big big old grin, and everyone's like, "Is that Hellboy?" Right. <laughs> Some people did think that. Now that was before Josh Brolin was even attached. He was cast in uh, for the for the Guardians of the Galaxy, and Guardians of the Galaxy Thanos looks comparatively very bad. I never yes. he has a dumb outfit, and a dumb hat, and he just looks agree. off. His head's like too small, and the way he at, like the, the the Thanos in that movie compared to the Thanos in this movie. Diff- very different. He was just a guy in a chair, kind of being like, "I'm a guy." Mm. Yeah. And this Thanos is like, "I'm sad, but I gotta do shit because no one else will. I I gotta carry this burden." He's like, "What an interesting person." Yeah. Despite no, being a huge dickhead, you can really. I mean, I wouldn't say empathize with him, but you could really kind of understand like mm-hmm. his whole thing. Like it. I don't know. They made him really kind of a sympathetic villain in a weird way. Especially because his whole motivation is wiping out half the universe, but it they made it seem like he actually thought it was right, mm. like it was the right thing to do. And I like what they did with him and Gamora, where Gamora and like Guardians was like he was just a guy, kind of like kid, kid, kidnapped me and turned me into like this child soldier, and like Thanos was like, but no, you were like, <laughs> you're like my daughter, you know. <laughs> Yeah. It's like two interesting it's interesting perspectives and stuff. Like Thanos is not a good guy, obviously, still. No. But it made his hat a lot better. Yeah. I don't I didn't mind him without his hat. No, me neither. Like uh I mostly because like seeing in motion just uh, the performance it looked really good. And also because it, it looks mostly bad in stills. But when it, when it's moving and stuff, it looks a lot better. Well, and I think in the trailer a lot of people I, I like I think in the trailer the context for it was different. I think people, including myself, thought it was Thanos walking out they thought it was Thanos attacking the city, mm-hmm. looking like a big purple putty guy. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't that. Yeah, he's just kind of on yeah. his own. Thanos <laughs> is the main character of this movie, which I found the most interesting. Yeah, thing. he was and the best line. Um, because with this kind of movie, I think that's the best thing they did. These the two writers who have written all the Captain America movies and this one, which are, I guess, some of the best screamers currently working. Wow. By their by, you know, and it's, it's not it, the Russos, right? It's not the Russos. They directed it's um. You can look it up right now, um, yeah. but they—I think they've written all three Captain America movies and then this one. So they're oh. clearly a couple of super talented, super smart dudes. So uh, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. Yeah. So they wrote okay Winter Soldier. They wrote—I think they wrote the very first Captain America, and they wrote Civil War, and they wrote this. I think. Wow! I, think I didn't realize they wrote the first Captain America. That's that's pretty. Fairly oh yeah, soon, yeah, they did. Yeah, they are some good dudes. Uh, what? Oh, they wrote. Thor: The Dark World. They wrote. Uh, well, that's weird. Consider- Pain and Gain. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Well, whatever. At least one of them was attached to that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Like. Um, okay. So, speaking of Thanos and Gamora, my favorite part in the movie, my the part in the movie that made me, I had to try so hard. Not to like, y- like scream in the theater or like jump up in the air. Or something. Mm. Like literally, I felt myself just this adrenaline rush. Mm. I heard the voice, I saw a cloaked figure, mm. and I'm like, no, no, that's him, isn't it? That, but it, n- now it's the Red Skull. Yeah, but it's not Hugo Weaving. No, it's some pretender. I mean, but it's the characters of Red Skull, so. right? And I'm perfectly fine with that. I don't understand why Hugo Weaving's such a grouch. 
Maybe they just couldn't get him. Maybe he's busy, you know. It's more like, it could be just be like, you know, he just couldn't. It's mm. like maybe they're like, oh, we should get the Red Skull for this stuff. Yeah, it'd be really cool. And he's, Hugo Weaving's just like, I can't. I'm committed. I don't wanna, and I don't really care. He has openly said, though, that he he's not too interested in coming back. Yeah, but he also has openly said that he's contractually obligated to if they asked him. Oh, I see. So I don't know what the situation is. Maybe he didn't. Maybe they maybe he bought out his contract or something. Or just maybe, like, you know. I don't know. Or maybe they just wanted to recast Red Skull for the future. Maybe they're like, oh, Red Skull's come back, but if Hugo Weaving's come back, we can get this other guy. Now, do you think Red Skull is going to be in part two, or do you think it was just a uh, no. one-time? I think it's just a one-time. What happened to Red Skull? There he is. Yeah. No, I was so... Man, I was so... Because I was like, you know me, man. I've been talking about it for a long time, where it's like, man... Ever since that first Captain America movie, I want to know what the fuck happened to the Red Skull, damn it. Yeah. What? He just went off into space and no one saw him again. I just remember when I was in the theater, I was in the same way, same as you. I don't know if you heard me, but uh, I remember he, he was like saying some stuff. It's like, oh, I've been here a long time. And I was like, that sounds like Hugo. Oh my God. <laughs> and I went, I don't know if you heard me, but my girlfriend, like, she looked at me. I went, <gasps> uh, okay. like, audibly. And my girlfriend's like, what, what, what? Okay. Well, my girlfriend was like, shh. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay, so it was Ross Mark Marquand. Marquand. He is the Red Skull now, apparently. He so. Apparently, he does good impressions. So yeah, he was in The Walking Dead. Who was he in The Walking Dead? It, it don't matter. He did a really good job. Oh, well, yeah, good F- for him. Fooled me. Also, start from the bottom. Now he's here. The Red Skull is, you know, basically a CGI makeup construction. So mm-hmm. it's kind of hard. It's easy to impersonate the face. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why they were able to pull it off, right? They yeah. just made a Hugo Weaving Red Skull face. I think it was all CG. It looked pretty... It looked more... It looked something. There was something up with it. It looked a little bit more floaty than, uh, than the really Red... Float. It just looked more like... I don't know. It just looked good. I, I thought... I always remember remarking, like, that looks good. Like, did they do some touch-ups or something? Like, oh, the actual face. Yeah. 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 He, yeah. I mean, hey, man. Seven years down the line, right? Yeah. All those improvements you can make. I mean, look at Thanos between 20, uh, 2011 and now, so... Yeah, I know. No, yeah. sorry, not 2011, 20, 2012. 14. Avenger. He was he, he was like a, that was a prosthetic though. That was a, that was a dude in a prosthetic. That was a Oh, actor. that was, Oh, really? I think so. Yeah. That was just like some dude that yeah. was an actual guy. Yeah, it wasn't he didn't oh. become CG face to the Guardians of the Galaxy, which was 2014, oh, right? Oh, yeah, 2014, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um I believe so. I, bl- I recall reading that. Anyways, um Another great moment, uh, Thor finally, like, bra- like Thor finally, like, uh, opening up about how sad he is. Yeah, his life sucks. Yeah, and and that was really interesting. It was almost like, wow, like, the Thor we know is just this, like, character he plays, mm-hmm. and now when you're talking to him, he's, like, a really sad dude. <laughs> And that yeah. was that was very interesting. I like this movie has a lot of really good pathos, especially well Thanos is the most, but like a lot of the characters get just like nice little emotional moments, which is really nice to see in a yeah. movie that didn't need them, essentially. Like a movie that no one expected to have sort of any kind of emotional weight where it's just a bunch of action figures being thrown at each other. Actually has like, you know, things like storytelling and characters and arcs and all the fun stuff that you want in a real good movie. Yeah. And for like the thing about it though, like it doesn't stand alone though. You need to see the movies before it. See, I'm totally see. Uh, I I imagine a lot of people think that's a problem. That's for not me, a problem. I, I think Marvel's earned it. So for, like. yeah, for me, I think this is like, I this movie is is something where it's like, man, 
this is we're we're witnessing something that cinema has never done. Cinema, well, I mean, like it's a secret. I guess so. In the in terms of the crossover, yeah. Just having what is it, eighteen movies build up into this thing, <laughs> and then having this thing work so well, like it just. I don't know. It's just amazing. Like having ten, uh, they probably this is probably like fifteen years of planning this thing. Uh, well, at least know? ten. Uh, well, well, you figure. Okay, so like Iron Man came out in two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. Maybe they didn't have. Yeah, maybe the scope of it wasn't planned out with that movie, right? But the seeds of it were planted. Yeah, that far back, right? I'm sure they didn't have. I'm sure that I sure Kevin Feige at all in 2008 wasn't like, okay, we're gonna release this movie, and then 2018, and fucking we're gonna do an adaptation of Infinity War. <laughs> it's gonna be super sick. They didn't think that. No, no. Still though, I I don't know. I I think you know whether 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 it's remembered as the best Marvel movie or not. I think it's probably gonna be like the. It's gonna be like. Empire Strikes Back or something, which is it's, weird because you know you think of Age of Ultron would be, but this one, this is the Empire Strikes Back of the Marvel is. Universe. Yeah, and just like I mean, I hate I, you know. Okay, so the the ending now, right? Well, how about let's just go in order because there's sure. so much like we don't want to. Sure. I feel like bad skipping around. Yeah. So, um, so Thor's all Thor's family's dead, um, <laughs> and then they got the cool New York fight scene. Oh yeah, that was I like awesome. Squidward. Squidward was pretty cool. Uh, so that was uh, Iron Man, Doctor Strange, um, Doctor Strange's friend, who I don't remember his name. Wong. Wong. You racist. No. It, anyways, uh, and then um, Even though the Bruce actor's Banner. name also has the last name of Wong, so it's very convenient. Oh, I did not know that. Yep. Uh, yeah, and Bruce Banner, as Bruce Banner the whole movie, more or less. Right. Um. So, yeah, that was a cool, like, opening fight scene kind of thing going on and then uh and then spider-man's on the bus and then he comes over and then mm-hmm. he helps i'm glad then... they got his friend in there ned i know is, ned, is that his name um i think it's ned yeah i glad yeah. they got him just to be like a quick appearance yeah no that was great Connect that bits those bits um <laughs> that was yeah it was a cool fight scene very thrilling everyone everyone has a good time um i think um dr strange well We'll kind of, I guess we can go. We'll go into it a bit now. We can go into it a bit later. But I think Doctor Strange, of all the characters in the movie, Doctor Strange is one of the ones that came out in terms of like screen time and stuff to do on top, which I, really I agree because like, I fucking love Doctor Strange. So he, that was pretty good. I think a lot of people that have previously had some problems with uh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange, I think this movie sort of fixed a lot of those gripes. I don't know what the gripes were, so I couldn't say. Um, I think basically in terms of like screen, like, just like in terms of like how would I thought it to be like stuff to do and like heft storytelling heft, maybe not like necessarily screen time, but just stuff. I feel like everyone that went to Titan more or less um, wins and everyone stuck on Earth loses. Well, not everyone, except for a couple. We'll make, well, everyone gets a pretty good balance. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about the winners and losers later, I guess. But I thought I just liked I just liked how Doctor Strange was treated in the movie, how he was around. And he did a lot of good stuff. Well, because yeah, I think I think the people in space were were sort of on the forefront. They kept having these encounters with Thanos as he was going around doing these things, mm-hmm. right? Whereas people on Earth were fighting like his World of Warcraft henchmen. <laughs> they are Warcraft henchmen, uh, <laughs> and then they were just you know congregating and stuff, you know. Yeah. And none of them were dying yet, you know. Um, I um, 
I like like Scarlet Witch and, and Vision. Like I was never, I was always like, oh, they're gonna be an item. Uh, I thought it worked better than I thought it would be. I guess. Oh yeah. I thought they were yeah. fine. I like the fact that Scarlet Witch uh, had to watch him die twice. Oh God, yeah. It's like, oh, that <laughs> sucks. Also, I think hasn't the the mind gem got bigger between movies? Because it was like a little itty bitty gem in Age of Ultron. Now it's like a huge chunk that they took out really? of his face. Right? Oh, okay. Wasn't it? They broke the thing in half. It was like I'd have to bitty, I'd have to compare them. That was like this. It was like a tiny thing. Yeah. And now it's like a it's like you know it's the size of the back of Thanos's hand. Oh just yeah. Ripped it right out of his head. Well, you know how it is. Redesigns. There's always redesigns for every redesigns movie. Redesigns and retcons between movies to make everything flow better. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, Star Wars fans looking at you. Um, <laughs> uh, I am. Well, well so yeah. So um, the, I was a little that that fight that fight scene with them in. Was it where are they? Ireland? Paris or so? Oh no, Ireland. That was I fun, I guess. That was fine. It didn't. It that that was the one where it was like, well, this is just fine, I guess. Like it was a fight scene, and yeah. that was fine. Um, no, I was actually like, I didn't. I wasn't. I was like, kind of like, like I was like itching my nose or something. And then when that guy popped out and stabbed Vision in the back, I was like, bah! Uh <laughs> Yeah, because I was, you know, I was like, my mind was very momentarily not focusing, and I, I was startled. Yeah, um, that was cool. And then I guess from there, like uh, they introduced, they reintroduced Steve Rogers as the bearded yeah. now, the Steve, bearded guy, Captain America. Nothing to do in this movie. He barely in it. No, no. I have a theory about what part two is going to be, but um, I mean, I suppose we could talk about that later. Yeah, but like, well, and then Scarlet Witch even less so. She like. She's. I think she's got like two lines and like a couple of cool action sequences, but like she's not yeah. really a presence. None yeah. of the, the Captain America squad is really, including Bucky no. and Falcon. And what? Well, and what's interesting them. is but I, they all have cool moments. Now, if we were to break up, kind of, uh, who was covering different storylines? Mm-hmm. It's going. It, it's it's Thor. Iron Man and Captain America. Mm-hmm. And I get the feeling that this second movie is going to be about them consolidating their gripes with each other and and you know reuniting as this uh yeah. as this holy well, trinity, like right? Like we said the original well, like I mentioned the original or didn't mention that. Hulk is going to turn into Hulk. Probably the original 6 Avengers assuming yeah. Hawkeye shows up are are still left at the end of the movie, so it's going to yeah. be a nice little it's gonna be an original Avengers. I no, I completely agree. I'm with calling you. it right now in the trailer, or even in the movie. They're gonna do a nice little voiceover uh, prediction for the trailer. They're gonna do a voiceover where it's like, "We can't save the Earth. You're damn sure we're gonna avenge it." <laughs> oh, and it's gonna be all wispy and like God. echoey, and it's gonna be them looking all sad, and then they're gonna do some cool shit in the trailer. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Then <clears throat> that actually that line is appropriate now, right? Avengers never made sense to me. Why you call a team Avengers? It's not like they're reacting to stuff. It's not like because it sounds cool. Yeah, whatever. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I mean, that's a small nothing complaint, right? Yeah. So Thor meets the Guardians, of the Galaxy. That's a fun scene. Everyone, the leader, was laughing so much I couldn't hear what the fuck was say- they were saying. That's true. Which yeah. was a little. I mean, like it was funny, and I'm glad it was funny. But at the same time, I was like, can you like shh, shh? Yeah. I'm trying to hear these words. Yeah, and that's why I want to see the movie again because there were a lot of lines like that where I missed mm-hmm. what they were saying. I know there something someone had mentioned something about Spider Man and Ant Man, and then Bruce Banner's like, "Wait, there's a Spider Man and an Ant Man," and mm-hmm. I'm like, "Shit, what did they say before that?" I think it's the Ant Man's doing his own thing or whatever. Oh, okay, and he'll be back. Um, um, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That, that was fun. And like Rocket and Thor have their their sad scene, and I yeah. liked that uh, Star Lord and Gamora kind of you know their their relationship developed, which was really really nice. Yeah, you know that was fun, and the, the scene with them at uh, with the collector who's dead, I guess. That was really cool. That yeah. that whole thing when it when it oh man when it had that reveal. You know, that, oh, shit, this place was already torn to shreds and, like, the mm. collector's dead and, like, Thanos, you didn't kill Thanos. Like, mm. you know, like, that, that whole thing I thought was really awesome. Yeah, and also a uh, big market now for uh, Star-Lord bubble guns. <laughs> yeah. Little bubble blowers in the city with Star-Lord's guns. <laughs> Thanos loves bubbles. Yeah. I thought, okay, so there was that, and then meanwhile, like, Spider-Man and Iron Man, they rescue Doctor Strange... Mm-hmm. And then it's the three of them for for you know momentarily, and I thought that was cool. I thought that was a cool team up, especially between um, you know Stephen Strange and Tony Stark, yeah. sort of arguing about MCU's two biggest assholes. Yeah, yeah, trying to up one up each other. Yeah, both with goatees. Coincidence? Yeah. I think not. Even though Steve, <laughs> Doctor Strange is be, in his movie became less of an asshole, and Tony Stark never really did. Right. <laughs> he became less of an asshole in terms of like a. Stop selling weapons and stuff, but personally, he's still kind of a, a dickhead. Yeah, and like a lovable dickhead, though. Obviously, yeah, they all are. And I'm I'm <laughs> curious with him because at the start of the movie, it was literally him going, "Hey, we're married now. Oh, you want to have kids? Dun dun dun. Oh yeah. shit, all this shit's happening. You gotta go." And then <laughs> I thought I was he was gonna die. Well, so. I'm curious though because I if if predictions are right, everybody's saying that you know Thor. Iron Man, Captain America, one or all three of them are going to die. So I'm curious. Captain America, well, Avengers 4 is Chris Hemsworth, uh, Chris Evans's last uh, Marvel movie, so. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure he's ripe to die. So, like, they all could, like, carry the whatever fucking, you know, atomic bomb into whatever, and they all blow up together to save everybody <laughs> or something. I'm not sure what Chris Hemsworth's is, his plans are. And surely, know. like, you know, Robert Downey Jr., like, 10 years, like, how long can you keep going, you know? Right. Well, and I think out of the three of them, I, I think Robert Downey Jr. is probably the most attached to, to the MCU, and Chris Evans seems to be the least attached. He seems like he wants to move on. Well, he's got, like, ambitions to direct and stuff and yeah. be in weird movies about trains, and then, like, Robert Downey Jr. sort of... He seems like he just does Marvel movies, and he's really just fine with that. Yeah. Which is fine. Like, he's making bank off of it. He does great, great, great work, so, you know. Yeah. Every other movie besides like the Sherlock Holmes movies, like he was in Tropic Thunder, but like he it seems like in the last like five years he hasn't really done much non Marvel stuff that's I, had like it's really like hit. I was just saying that. Uh we were watching Tropic Thunder last night because it's on Netflix. It's a good movie. Netflix has Tropic Thunder now. Um and and I brought that up. I'm like, you know, I don't see Robert Downey Jr. in much anymore, and I'm I'm curious about the that. last movie i remember him being in that wasn't a marvel movie was like the judge or something right and i heard that wasn't good yeah but you know whatever i'm sure here's the thing long after iron man and mcu all that stuff is over i'm he's he'll be doing stuff he makes like seven figures a movie though like just in like the yeah. po- in points alone so i'm sure he's like i don't even like yeah why would you do anything else yeah unless you just really want to do like art stuff you, just, you could fund his own fucking movies hey maybe he will maybe he will Maybe he'll finally he'll make uh, uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang 2. 
I hope so. Nah. Team. Well, no, not that. But team up those two again. Team oh, up. Bla- uh, well, that Iron, the Iron Man three gang. Yeah, Shane Black. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe Robert Downey is secretly the predator in this new movie. <laughs> yeah. Um. So let's see what happens next. Where where, where we leave well, off? So yeah, the 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 the, the reality stone uh-huh. is taken, and then Gamora gives up the relocation to the the other stone with the soul stone and that seems really good right and then uh you know captain america casually meets up with uh black panther and then they talk yeah they hang out and it's fun um and then and then you said and then shit you mentioned gamora and thanos right yeah we okay so yeah them and then gamora dies one of the better best scenes in the movie i think yeah, that was cool. Like the thing about the whole thing is like she like do you think they they're going to leave her out to dry, right? Like they can the, the Dragon's Ball Dragon Ball's got to bring her back. I don't know. It's like what are they going to do for Guardians 3, which is which is announced. Well, um Guardians 3 actually announced to come out uh basically 2 years from I don't know t- like not today, but 2 years from now according to James Gunn, so. Oh, okay. Like May or late April early May of 20. James uh, Gunn 20. also an executive producer on and He actually War. wrote rewrote all the guardians lines apparently <laughs> not because they were bad just because he knows the characters inside yeah. out so he's like i'm gonna take a crack at the script and i'll just rewrite the lines for certain characters just to make sure that they sound like them you know that's a good idea it yeah. works and like all like drax was great in the movie i feel like a lot yeah. of the scenes with just the guardians were just basically him writing because a lot of this like the writing style for the scenes with the guardians are just by themselves feels a lot different than the rest if they like, they it's like watching a Guardians movie. Yeah, like Drax being like, "You can't see me. I'm not moving." Yeah, yeah, and that kind of stuff. That was great. Um, and why is Gamora, which is my favorite line of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and and after that, it's like, "Go ahead, Peter or Quill. I can take it." <laughs> oh, Just like right. Iron Man's got a huge gun to his head. Oh, Drax. Okay, so yeah, so that leads to our next part, I guess. Uh, right around this area, uh, Iron Man and Doctor Strange and Spider Man they meet up with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, or what's left of them? What's left with them, What's left of them? Yeah, well, half of them, I guess, because Rocket and Groot are still palling around with Thor. Yeah, and they they uh, they wait for Thanos, I guess, to come back to his planet or something. Because uh, the wizard had his was like had the stone, and he so, was going to meet him there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, I, I mean, I don't know if this is the next part, but they have the big showdown with Thanos. Well, though, what happens, well, I mean, Thor gets his hammer in between that, and you get oh, Peter right. Dinklage, Peter in a Dinklage. as a giant dwarf. Oh, that was great. I felt like, I know, like, he was probably, had, had, like, he probably had no problem with it, but I was like, oh, like, it's just, I felt like, surely, like, he must be, people keep calling him dwarf, I'm surely, like, he must, that must get old eventually, but I don't know, I guess uh, he was the largest, biggest character in the movie, which is kind of funny. See, I, I don't know if, I see, I don't know if it's problematic. It's not problematic, I was just yeah. wondering from him as a person, I was just thinking in the theater, wondering, I wonder if Peter Dinklage, like, has problem, like, 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 just what he thinks about it, you know? Yeah. If he thinks it's funny, or if he thinks it's just sort of like, well, they're praying me, you know, or whatever. <laughs> But he did, you know, he's fine in the movie. He like he doesn't steal the show, but he's a he's a good character. He was great, yeah. I enjoyed him. Yeah, he was very not Peter Dinklagey. He was very. He had this weird. He had a weird Tyrion Lannister accent on, and he was very. Uh, he was well. He was like half crazy, kind of, and that and I thought that worked really that well. That was fun, and everyone in the audience freaked out when he said, "I'm making you this hammer. It's called whatever it's called." And everyone, 
All the Marvel oh. fans were like, "Wee!" I'm like, "Oh, I'd never heard of that." Right. Well, yeah. I mean, like, I assume it's what he has that his like axe in a in the Ultimate Universe. I didn't know had necessarily had a name though. Oh, uh, okay. Because he's got like a big axe in the Ultimate Universe, right? Well, I just started reading the ult- the Ultimates. Mm-hmm. That's what the, the Avengers are called, the Ultimates in the Ultimate Universe. Which makes more sense, I guess. They ain't avenging nothing. Right. I, I have just started reading that, and it's specifically uh, Mark Millar's run, which is like the first arc. That's the, the one of the... People say that's good, right? People say that's like amazing. And and a lot of the new... A lot of these movies were based on sort of that treatment of Well, yeah. Basically, Marvel, MCU Marvel is kind of ultimate universe marvel but with a pinch of old stuff yeah. and all smoothed out to make a lot more sense they they pick and choose just the best bits yeah. of of things yeah um yeah okay so yeah he gets the the axe right and the, and groot chops off his arm yeah. to make the stem which i thought was clever and the big battle sequence happens are is already happening uh by this by that point big battle sequence the the one the giant Wakanda battle. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, where all the World of Warcraft characters and all right. the World of Warcraft mobs show up and they all have a cool fight. <laughs> that was cool. That was very cool. And then in the meantime, I guess right, that's when they're fighting Thanos uh, on the other. Yeah, on the yeah, it's the climax. Yeah. So, well, it is, but then it it keeps going after that kind of. But anyways, like so, yeah, they have this the this big battle with Thanos. And it's like they almost were able to get this thing away from him, but then fucking Peter Quill just screws everything up. I see so many things about that that annoy me, and that not because whatever Peter Quill does, but because people aren't fucking paying attention to the movie. I feel because it's like, oh, plot hole. Why didn't Doctor Strange use the time gem to reverse time so he wouldn't do that, or why didn't he just like fizzle him away, like warp him away? Because Doctor Strange says this, like you know, or implies heavily, this is the only way. This right, is the one yeah. way. Yeah. That it's gonna pay, which is actually kind of a genius move by the writers' part to be like, well, why didn't they do do this, this, and that? Because Doctor Strange said this is the only way. Yeah. It's like, well, why didn't Doctor Strange tell him his plan? Because that would have ruined the only way, you know? Yeah. It's like it's a it's a unfortunately or fortunately, depending on your perspective, the a great way of going about be ask, like why why didn't they this Doctor Strange knew that that would be wrong. Yeah, no, I, I had heard that complaint too, and I, you know, that's a very good point that you have. I didn't really think of it that way, but then I also just thought, like, you know, I, I don't know. Even if it, like, here's the problem: is like, I think if you have him with that time thing, mm-hmm. just able to reverse anything at any time in the movie, like, come on, exactly, that's boring, right? That's also probably why yeah. they took it away. And also, Thanos is like, why the fuck didn't you use the time gen? Stupid, right? Yeah, and, and you know, and that whole thing, and then. Yeah. Before he fizzles away, he's like, "This is it. This is the end game." And he fizzles. Yeah. It's like, it's like you know, he seemed like he knew what he was doing. Like also to quote, "It's the only way." He says. So. I thought the fight with specifically between Thanos and Tony Stark was really awesome mm-hmm. because that was like basically the embodiment of Iron Man's like ptsd like mm-hmm. that whole thing with in the the first avengers movie and like the cosmic thing and like his brain just being like shit like something's coming to earth and we gotta like yeah. make ultron to you know we, this like, whole could, thing would have been the ultimate catharsis did he win but he didn't i right. was actually i think i just one of the reasons i have to see the movie again I, that fight scene it wasn't probably enjoy i didn't enjoy as much as i should have because i was just waiting for tony stark to die I was oh. Like, oh this is the part where he's gonna <laughs> die 
So I was like, you know, not like watching all the cool moves. I was like, oh, he's gonna, is this where he's gonna die? You know? Yeah, yeah. But uh, he didn't die. He just got stabbed. <laughs> that was cool. Um, that was a huge. I felt like that was a huge payoff. Um, okay, so then, so then I guess they're they're just stuck on or yeah. Th- so Thanos disappears or something. I I sort of forget how that he little segment ends. Yeah, he warps and then He's he warps got, to Earth because he has the uh, reality. What's, what's the one? The space time? Well, the Tesseract Stone. He can just poof around. Yeah, right? yeah. So he goes to Earth, starts fucking shit up. Yeah, uh, flings everyone away. That was a really cool uh, sequence where it's like everybody's trying to stop him from getting the vision, but he's just like swatting him away, and then and then he goes up to Vision, but then Scarlet Witch kills Vision, right? Yeah. But then Thanos is like, whatever. Yeah, he uses the time thing, and I'm like, oh shit, I didn't think of that. I didn't think of that. I was like, I was like, he's probably just gonna t- warp time back. Like, oh, what does it yeah. even matter anymore? Yeah. Um, and then he did, and like, yes. In the sense, like, you know, it's like, ha uh, So then he gets the, that's the last one, right? Yep. And then that's, and then. Well, then Thor stabs him right in the chest. And Thanos right. is like, you should aim for my head, idiot. Oh, I know, that was so great. And then he snaps his finger, and then he's suddenly just in this weird kind of, like, different astral plane. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit, this is, like, this is. You went to Life of Pi. Crazy, Yeah. Talking to Kid Gamora, and then meanwhile... But the cool thing about that scene, actually, I'm going to interrupt you, is that sure. like in that scene, he's not like, I did it. He's just like, fuck, man. That was just like, uh, what a... Uh. He's like, he's not happy about it, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. just like, what it, like you see it, like, it's not a moment of victory for him. It's just a moment of, like, I did I did my part. I did what I had to. Right, yeah. Which is such a cool thing for a villain. It, so, that was great, yeah. It, it, was, it was like, y- you know, I don't know, it... It's it, him doing that, like the whole thing where he snaps his fingers and he goes to this other astral plane and he has this dialogue with the kid, the version of Gamora and all that. Like that's the closest thing I feel like to like a, uh, like an artsy film, like like a like a uh, something that's very not superhero-y, Like this, just this private moment with mm-hmm. this monster. I don't know. It just felt very like you're watching like a film and not a popcorn flick, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that was cool. And then yeah, and the next like ten minutes are all silence. I mean, like in terms of music, which is a great touch. Oh, everyone yeah. fizzles away in a very Evangelion esque kind of ending. I, th- you know, what was the greatest shot with that. What was when you thought um, it was it, the camera was going up on um, uh, Black Panther's like. Um, uh, yeah, the, her, the the warrior chief. I figure her name. Yeah, yeah. And you thought she was going to disappear, but it was him that yeah. disappeared. And you're like, oh, There's shit. There's so many gasps in the audience for that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, he'll be back, obviously. Oh, yeah, totally. And uh, Black Panther's probably going to have like five movies with how well it did. I think Bucky's was like, <laughs> of all the deaths, like, you know, I, again, like, I had a hard time being like, oh, shit, because I just knew they were just going to come back. But like, Bucky's death was pretty shitty. We're not like in, a, in like a sad way where he's like, like, Steve, and he just falls over and turns into a bunch of, bunch of mist. And then Spider Man's was really, really. Spider Man's was the tearjerker. Yeah. For sure. Although, yeah. I think at the, right before he disappears, he, did you notice this? I think his face was all CG right before he fizzles away. Oh, I don't know. Because it, it was there was something uncanny about it, and I'm like, something's <laughs> wrong here. <laughs> 
I don't know what, like maybe they, they didn't have that angle and they had to do like a, you know, maybe they need, if it's during a reshoot or something, they didn't capture that angle and they made his face all CG, but there was something wrong. I don't know what it was. Interesting. I, you know, forgivable. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I have to, you know, again, I'll see it again. Maybe I'll just be wrong because I, sometimes, you know, nowadays we, the trick about things like nowadays is like sometimes things aren't CG. They're just so processed that they look like CG. Oh, yeah. Like Puppet Yoda, when he first appears in The Last Jedi, I thought, that's like a CG Yoda that looks like puppet. Like, like, made to look like it's a puppet. No, it was a puppet, but it's covered in so much blue yeah, and yeah. haze and stuff that it kind of confused me. <laughs> and they've been doing that for a while. Star Wars, especially the prequels, are really famous for covering up practical models and sets with so much CG that you can't even tell what's what anymore. Yep. It all looks fake. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe that was that. But no, um, and then all the guardians are dead except for Rocket, and he's gonna be hanging out him and the rest of the regular Avengers. That's gonna be fun. Well, okay. My question, because I'm having a hard time remembering one thing, and that's is Tony Stark the only person left on that? And Nebula. Oh, yeah. So it's just them. That's a weird. That's a fun team up, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> So we got the original six, assuming Hawkeye's still around, probably Ant-Man and the Wasp, because I heard that the Wasp is in Avengers 4. Oh, okay. Like, well, maybe not, doesn't, spoiled. I heard she doesn't do, yeah. well, I don't know, because Evangeline Lily's like, I don't do much, but I'm, I'm going to be in it, so. Oh. So she might not, you know, maybe she'll fizzle away, or maybe she'll. Maybe Ant-Man fizzles away, but she's left, or something. I would be surprised. But I, I, I sort of also get the impression that since Hawkeye and Ant-Man were not in this one, they're going to be in part two. And I knew because they weren't in, in any of the trailers I did, or posters. I'm like, they're not in they're not in this one. Like People yeah. are like, oh, man, how come they're not showing Hawkeye and Ant-Man? Because they're not in the movie. Yeah, like, yeah. It's not that hard to put the pieces well, together. Because you've got to build something up to the next one. You know? Right. But when something's advertised as being like, hey, this is... This is everyone. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this is everybody. Like, then people expect it, right? I guess it's true, but... I mean, like, I, I, I know. It's like they don't have a place in the story, and you do have to have something in the next one that isn't, yeah, that is new, you know? Yeah. So they'll, I, mean, I, and you I got guarantee Captain Marvel, they'll be too. in the next one. So. Um, so Captain Marvel. Captain right Marvel. Right Did you like that stinger with it was fine. Nick Fury? I'm not sure what he's doing any, anymore because after he just sort of showed up in Avengers 2, and now, like, what is he up to nowadays? Well, that's my question is if you're just following the movies, and really, if you're even following Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the show, Nick Fury's not around. Yeah, Nick Fury's not doing anything. And Agent Hill. I'm not sure what they're doing. They're just kind of like doing Hanging stuff. out? But he's like back in his like Nick Fury trench coat and like out in the public and like, you know yeah. what I mean? And like it, that flips a lot because he burnt his eye patch or something in the uh, second movie and then the next, um, went like two movies later, he's got his eye patch back. Right. Because he, was he, where does he pop up? Is it in, it's in Age of Ultron, right? He pops, yeah, he pops up, up for in a that second. barn. That's right. Okay, and but that's the last time we see him. Yeah, but he's in this one, and uh, and then he activates the uh, the bat signal. The nineties looking yeah pager, which thing. is because it is from the nineties, and he's right. gonna be in. He's gonna play young Nick Fury in Captain Marvel. How? He's playing himself, probably with a little maybe some um, some AD age may, uh, CG. Same, oh, okay. same with Agent Coulson. Same with Coulson. Yeah, they're going to be in that one, and same with I don't know Ronan. Ronan, Ronan the Accuser is going to be in that one too, and uh, and that guy from the first Guardians. Yeah, uh, that other guy, that Blood Diamond guy. Yeah, uh, Jimon Honsu. I I, I don't want to. I, I might be saying it wrong. Mm. <clears throat> uh, yeah, they're all coming back. Maybe I wonder if Thanos will show up. Considering you know, I hope not. Probably not. I don't. I yeah. I hope not. That, I don't think they probably would have announced it as a thing by now. 
Um, you might be. It'll probably be mentioned at least yeah. by the end of the movie. Ronan will be like, "Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go meet with Thanos," and like it's like dun dun dun, you know, in that kind of way that they do that. Um, I'm not too jazzed about Ronan. I'll be honest. Well, maybe they'll make he's, him a, he's on my lower lower. Well, he's uh, one of the worst villains that Marvel's had so far. But maybe they'll make him okay, an okay character in this one. Yeah, and it's not that he's bad. He's just very like one note kind of. Well, that's a bad villain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, a bad. Okay, for me, a bad villain is someone like whoever the fuck that was in Justice League, where he there's literally no there's like no charisma, no like. I think they're kind of on the same level. It's just that one is benefits from having like you know actual presence because he's not like a big goopy CG monster, right? Yeah. Um, that was like clearly not thought out because they're like you know the whole Justice League uh, was a whole mess. Um. <laughs> You know, so, but they're basically, in terms of, like, their noteness and how the depth of their characters, they're basically the same. Yeah. Maybe Ronan's a little better because he's, like, pissed off that, about peace treaties and the other, and, uh, Steppenwolf just likes to conquer. Like, that's it. So, I guess it's, like, a, 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 a percentage point better. Well, and for me, I think there was an actual better, like, performance by Ronan than Steppen, Steph. Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. The yeah. band the band Steppenwolf. That's not to say that the actor that played Steppenwolf did a bad job. Look, he's a great actor actually. I don't even know who who was he's that. He's a uh fucking um uh Rance uh, Mance Raider. Huh? From Game of Thrones. <laughs> the King Beyond the Wall or whatever. Oh. Yeah, that guy. Okay. Apparently he's doing he's killing it on this show The Terror, which I've heard is quite good. Huh. All right. So no, he's a quite he's quite a good actor. Yeah, he is. A little wasted, you might say. Yeah, no, I agree. So, I mean, uh, you know, w- with with Infinity War, I mean, me personally, I'm just going to say it. Uh, it exceeded my expectations. I'm going to be generous. I'm going to give it a ten out of ten. That's what I'm giving it. Yeah, I, well, uh, I do out of four. Four is out of four, so I'm going to give it a four out of four. There you go. Uh, I was thinking, like, what should I rate this movie? I can't think of anything wrong with it, and I fucking loved it. So I'll give it a four out of four, even though, like, is it... I feel like it's it's trouble giving things fours out of fours if they're not, like, don't have artistic value. But I think the Avengers, strangely enough, like you said, does have enough artistic value, especially for a blockbuster. To, I think it does, To man. give it a perfect score. There were some... Like, honestly, that whole... Like, okay, so there's that whole thing where he goes to that weird other place after he snaps his fingers, but... Also, the whole sequence with him and Gamora on that planet talking to Red Skull about the the Soul Stone, hmm. there that that felt like, like I art, said, man. It has a lot of actual emotion. The yeah. the thing about that being though, if you're not in the if you if you haven't bought into the MCU at this point, you're gonna think this is all fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. So it's, it's like true. at that point, why are you even here? Because you're like if. If you were to walk into this movie without any prior knowledge or caring of the other movies, yeah. you're just like, there's a bunch of clowns running around like in weird costumes doing yeah. nonsense. Like, it sucks that, <laughs> again, Marvel's earned it due to the what they've done, but like yeah. it sucks that like this movie can't exist in a vacuum, that it has to exist at least with the other Captain America movies and Guardians of the Galaxy movies. See, I, but now Thor Ragnarok's kind of included there, too. You kind of have to see Thor Ragnarok. See, I don't know. I mean, I but, understand um, what you're saying for like just a just a movie watcher to have to invest in this movie, they have to invest in everything else. Mm-hmm. But for me, that's like that that to me is like this it's just this big beautiful thing. I think it no, it's part of the charm yeah. to me. I'm just saying like, you know, it, it raises an interesting kind of philosophical uh 
discussion of should a movie stand by itself or is it okay for a movie to exist, you know, in a, uh, as part of a, of a legacy. Right. Yeah. So, like... Um, by the way, it looks like it's probably going to even, like, surpass uh, some more records. Uh, let's see. It broke two records over the last week. And we're recording this uh, the Monday after it came out. A little yeah. timestamp. So, it uh, made $258 million, highest domestic opening. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not just for inflation, but that, that you know, that never counts anymore. Right. Because um, that's always going to keep going up, so who cares? Uh, beating for Force Awakens by $8 million. And it's also uh, broke the record for the highest uh, foreign to overall worldwide gross at six hundred and thirty million dollars in one, oh my God. one in three days. Um, so it's already earned its money back, and then some. And some. It will be probably break a million by next weekend. Oh my! Or God. sorry, a billion. Billion, yeah. If it has another, that if it has is... another good weekend, and if you look at the schedule, I think it was a genius move to push it forward a week because there's fucking yeah. nothing coming out till Deadpool two. The yeah. next two weeks are fucking barren, so it's going to crush its way through. Uh, you know, cinemas until Deadpool two comes out. Yeah, and quite honestly, dude, I mean, as as awesome and as great as Deadpool two looks, I I don't think it's gonna put much of a dent in like like it's like, tracking Bla- to do quite well actually. Black Panther, I think it was number one for like five weeks or something, yeah, uh-huh. and I think Infinity War is probably gonna be the same thing. It may be. It's gonna be tricky because first of all, like wh- I don't know what I guess. I think it was smart because I think whoever's in charge of doing scheduling was like, well, we can't go do, we can't go against Avengers the week after it comes out, so we'll do it the week after. And then like Avengers, like we'll push forward a week, thus having two weeks. It's like a really <laughs> smart little chess game that they played. Yeah. Um, Deadpool two is tracking really well. We'll probably it depends. Oh, it's that, gonna... that, that was before Avengers came out, but it will probably it will probably put a dent. It probably may displace it. It'll, it'll be three weeks. It'll definitely displace as number one. You the think re- so? Oh, absolutely. I don't know, man. Because like it's got the Avengers will be out for three weeks. Like to 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 go four weeks when another big movie's coming out is it's, that's really tricky. I don't think that's going to happen. The real question though is how Solo going to do and all that. Well, by the time Solo comes out, I mean, look, Avengers won't. I think the Avengers Avengers won't. will be yeah yeah. It would have sunk. I I don't know about Deadpool, but yeah. So Solo's yeah. going to be the real trick. I I feel like Solo will be ultimately. Only a minor success. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, like I, it won't. I, I don't. I think it will be a success, but not like a billion dollar plus movie. Yeah, I, I would like. Obviously, I hope every Star Wars makes a billion dollars. I doubt it will, just because it doesn't. It's more. It's more of a of a niche movie. It's yeah. coming out in a crowded time. It's um, you know, and people don't seem to be as jazzed about it. And I honestly think releasing a Star Wars movie, I think like less than six months. Maybe well six about months. Six months, yeah. After uh, the last one, I, I don't know. Actually. I think it's. I think it's too. Yeah, soon. Yeah, five months. Um, it's too soon. I'm kind of glad they're getting it out of the way though, because sure. the Han Solo movie, like I think said in the past, like Han Solo, no one really cares about the Han Solo movie. No, is a it was a, especially now that like you know the super hardcore fans are a little miffed at the Last Jedi, so it's just like it's just like <laughs> let's just get out of the way and then we'll get all that finished up. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, dude. I don't know. I'm look. You know, it's. Uh, I'm looking forward to. I, I'm. Listen. I'm 100 percent Marvel all the way. I'm gonna watch every movie. I don't give a shit. The real I don't give a shit. The real question I'm interested in seeing is like, what are they gonna do after Avengers Four? Because like they have movies planned. Like, oh, we're gonna be Guardians Three and Spider Man yeah. Homecoming Two or whatever they're gonna call it, and all all sorts of stuff. But like, 
that at that point it will just kind of seem like it runs the risk of just being like back to business, more of the same, and that kind of will be like a bit of a deflation after this whole this grand well, you know, big old thing that they've done. You know what so I? So we'll see. My prediction, honestly, is they may just be. I don't know. See, I don't know. I don't know if they would just be sort of going into like a wrap up phase. They're never going to stop. They, they've said that they're never going to stop. Well, I'm. Why would they? They have said. They said like right now. I like I said. They said they. I they have planned. They've planned their movies, or at least they have tentatively planned their movies up through 2025. Right. Uh, phase four is pretty much all mapped out. I bet. I know Sebastian Stan has a contract that lasts until I think 2028. He's got or like something. a nine movie contract. Yeah. Or something. I think that's <laughs> like he's done like five movies already though. So he's. Yeah. Or no, he's done three. I guess it would be third uh, movies. Oh, four. Four, five. What was the fifth one? Wait, okay, so... So he's Captain America 1, Captain America 2, Captain America 3, and this one. Yeah, I guess that's it, huh? Oh, and I, I get to see the appearance at the end of Black Panther count? Because if so, that's fine. Oh, well, yeah, I guess that counts. <laughs> the White Wolf, apparently, that's his name now. Yeah. Yeah. Is that racist? Who knows? No. Nah, nah. No, Black Panther, White Wolf. It actually kind of sounds cool. The team up. Oh! <gasps> Do a nice team up movie next sure next next uh, in a, a Black Panther two. They're going to be buddy cops. I never quite understood like because um, he's like hanging out in Wakanda, and you don't really ever get the uh, the impression that he's anybody's friend. Like he's definitely not hanging out with uh, with Black Panther. You know I what I mean? He's they just don't... trying to lay low and just have fun yeah. living in his little hut. He, he doesn't or buddy around with anybody. With his little really. Poncho and just... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so well, it's interesting in the future, but I think, you know, so far, so good. Phase 3, so this is not the end of Phase 3. Phase 3 ends with Avengers 4. Right. But so far, Phase 3 has probably been the most in, like incredible run of, uh, of a series of movies I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, same here. And I think, you know, they were able to do that because they... It's this thing where you're just able to just bit by bit build up people's trust. Yeah, that's and, why, like, well, sorry to interrupt, but I feel like, because right now we're in, like, because the only other series can, you can compare to Marvel right now is Star Wars, because they have the money and manpower to make movies forever, uh-huh. and the interest. Um, and we're in Star Wars Phase 1 right now, which I think will end after whatever. Star I, Wars has phases? I feel like, because, like, the, the first, the initial slew of movies was three, uh, the sequel trilogy and three spinoffs, and when that's uh-huh. done, I feel like Phase 2 will begin, I feel like, you know, if you look at Marvel Phase 1, a little shaky um, oh, yeah. overall um, with a couple of real real solid hits. And um, I think, like, you know, I think Star Wars, in my opinion, comparatively, is still a lot better off in terms of the quality of movies. But because it's slower, it's hard, harder to say. But well, I think it's like, you know, people have been like, oh, man, Disney's ruining Star Wars. It's, I can imagine... People saying the same thing after, like, you know, Iron Man 3 and Thor 2 came out. It's like, well, look at this bullshit. I said that. You did? <laughs> you said, like, Marvel movies are dead after those two movies came out? I was like, if the next movie's bad, I, fuck it. I'm not going to watch. You know what I mean? I was just like, man, I don't understand. Because when you really think about it, after watching something as great as Avengers, the first movie, and then you're going back into these solo movies, and you're thinking to yourself... Iron Man three, really? This That's is what exactly what I was saying before. Like, though it's like they're gonna end after Avengers four. It's like back to business or little 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 well, stories. Well, that was before. That was oh, that see. was then. Yeah, that was now. whatever five or six movies in. Now we're, you know, now that we're like eighteen or nine, yeah, eighteen movies in, nineteen movies in. It's like okay, I, I you know, 
Yeah. I'll, I'll watch whatever you throw at me. The point of the matter is, I think for, for like Marvel's hit their stride, Phase 3 was Marvel hitting their stride. Yeah. After event, like I, uh, Age of Ultron 2 was them, was their last stumble. And now they like, you know, they, uh, they, they, they ran out of the gate with Iron Man. They took a couple of, uh, of you know, they hit a couple of potholes, a couple of, <laughs> of embarrassing, like, you know, like, whoa. But then after, once they, once they hit, what, 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 what was right after Age of Ultron? It wasn't Civil War, was it? it was, um, well, it was Ant-Man, but then it was Civil War. Yeah, right. And so think, Civil War. So once they hit Civil War, there was just like, we are in full fucking yeah. Olympic stride right now. And they the, have Well, yeah, the Russos, the Russos and then this writing team, uh, I mean, they just killed it you know yeah. like well, it's, it's just amazing like james gunn is always a, is it you know well first of all john favreau is you know still king ultimately of the mcu just because of what he did with the first iron man um well yeah but what i mean is like but you I, still got james gunn you still got all these fucking talented people working on sure them. yeah no w- what i mean though is like after i think age of ultron and ant-man they really needed like they really and it was the same thing that happened after Avengers. Like, okay, so Avengers came out, and then they had Thor 2 and Iron Man 3, which, in the scheme of things, like, they're they're weaker movies, I, I would say. Even though yeah. they're enjoyable, they're weaker movies, but then they needed someone, they needed the James Gunn treatment of Guardians of the Galaxy to be like, oh, shit, okay, they're back now. And same with um, Winter, Winter Soldier and, and Guardians of the Galaxy. They came out right after Thor 2 and Iron Man 3, and it's like they needed that breath of, like, fresh air of, like, someone coming in and actually, you know... Yeah, and I think they also have... They've, they've been able to, since, you know, in Phase 3, they've been able, with the exception of James Gunn, because I think Guardians was such a such a out-there thing, they just, like, say, they said, have fun with it. Yeah. I think, um, like, you know, we got, like, with Taika Waititi, what he did with, like, Thor 3, I think they're finally letting... Um, Directors have a little fun with characters that people know about. They can do right. a little more risks. And like the Star Wars parallel, you know, Ryan Johnson took a lot of risk with The Last Jedi, but that was so soon, it might have been, you know, a bad idea for some, for uh, ultimately. We'll see. I don't think it was, but I mean, for you some know, folks. I'll defend that movie to the end. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Um, I'm just saying, you know, it's like, it's an interesting, it's, it's interesting. The whole thing is interesting, especially because, you know, they're two franchises that both have big legacies now and they're both owned by the same company, so they're easy to compare. Right. Yeah. So yeah, who's hoping episode nine is uh, as good as Infinity War? Uh, well, hey man, either way, every movie can be if you know if everyone's on board. <laughs> Seriously, like you know, no, 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 I no, I no, I agree. Movies like you know, it take movies are hard to make. Obviously, it's a lot of things that can go right, a lot of things can go wrong. But like you know, it takes a lot of people with the right vision, a lot of people with the same vision, kind of telling together to make something really great. And I think it's what Aven- Infinity War kind of was yeah some good movies like you know this movie really ultimately i think is like it's like i can't like it's almost a miracle that it turned yeah. out to be as good as it was with all the with all the pieces it had to juggle oh yeah no absolutely i can't really yeah again like i said Just i can't amazing. think i cannot think of a better version of this movie yeah this is very good and like you know i i hopefully the my fear is like you know in a year i'm gonna listen to this and be like i'm a fucking idiot why would i say that this movie sucks no, no no all right well that's about all i have to say how about you alex well actually if you really look at it no i'm done <laughs> um yeah so yeah. that's avengers avengers infinity war yeah. uh, this was our most ambitious uh minisode ever it's practically a regular episode at this point so much to say In so fact, much to say about this movie yeah anymore uh yeah so uh 
if you want, you know, tune in on uh, Wednesdays, or usually, if you want to hear our uh, regularly scheduled Filmtastic Voyage episodes. And until then, uh, we'll, we'll catch you around. Goodbye. <laughs>